Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 43 of the Grumpy Girlfriend podcast with me, your host and certified life coach, Katrin Bant. In this week's episode, I want to talk you through one of the worksheets that my clients get to use inside of my How to Enjoy Your Relationship coaching program. It's a worksheet that you can use after an upsetting event in your relationship in order to understand it better and make some intentional decisions about how to move forward. I know from my own experience that certain situations or experiences can be way more upsetting than others in a relationship, sometimes in a way that doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense. And sometimes those upsetting events stay in our minds for years to come. So it doesn't matter if the upsetting event happened four or seven years ago or yesterday. You can still complete the worksheet in order to get more clarity around it and start your journey towards moving forward. So let's dive in. Feel free to grab a pen and paper if you want to follow along while listening, or you can do it at a later time. I'll include the questions of the worksheet in the show notes of this episode so that you can easily find them there later. The first thing that I want you to do is to just describe what happened. Just write freely without trying to intellectualize too much, without trying to sound evolved or mature. (laughs) Sometimes our descriptions of what happened, they're messy, they're emotional. That's okay. At this stage, I just want you to summarize it the way you remember it in your mind. Once you have your description of what happened, I want you to go through the event again and list only the facts of what happened. This might be tricky at first because we often struggle to separate our thoughts from the actual facts. So here's a little cheat sheet that you can use to check if what you want to write down is a fact or if it's actually a thought. Facts are objective, factual, verifiable, can be proven in a court of law, They mean the same thing to everyone. Everyone agrees. Facts can be what other people did or said. Facts can be things that happened in the past. But remember to describe them factually. Facts are not preloaded with judgment. They remain neutral until we have thoughts about them in our minds. And facts are usually out of your control. Thoughts, on the other hand, are subjective. They can feel really true, but they aren't factual. Thoughts can mean different things to different people. They leave room for interpretation, and they leave questions to be asked in order to fully understand. Thoughts mean that not everyone agrees. Thoughts can describe how someone said or did something, and thoughts judge the facts as positive or negative in some way, and they are in your control. So I want you to try to find the facts of what happened in this upsetting event. How would you describe it to someone in a way that doesn't provide any information about how you think and feel about it. 
What's the most neutral way you can describe this event to someone? Here are some examples of facts that you could list, potentially. My partner said, and then in quotation marks, I have to work, can we reschedule? I made dinner at 6 p.m., my partner came home at 7 p.m. My partner has an ex-girlfriend. They were together for five years. I saw my partner look at pornography. My partner had four friends over to our apartment. I was not home. My partner did not tell me that he had a work event on November 7th. I walk our dog three times per day. My partner walked our dog once on Saturday last week. My partner said, in quotation marks, you don't trust me. My partner said, in quotation marks, I hooked up with her when we were broken up. Can you see how all these are neutral facts that don't really give away any information about if it's a wonderful thing that has happened or if this was an awful disrespectful thing that has happened? It's just information without any emotions or subjective descriptions attached to them. So see how many facts that you can actually find to describe the event that happened. Now that you've gone through the challenging work of sorting out the facts, bring out your paint and paintbrush. Because I want you to make these facts come to life. To paint a picture of what actually happened in your mind. I want you to write down the story that you tell about these facts that ultimately made it an upsetting event for you. What is the story that you tell that make these neutral facts into a problem. I want you to know that there's literally no point in trying to sound evolved and intelligent when going through this process. If you try to brush over your deep subconscious emotional thoughts in order to seem better than you are, this exercise is going to be completely pointless. So be honest with yourself. What are you making these facts mean? For some of you, it'll be super simple. For some of you, it'll be hard to let the truth of your thoughts out because of the judgment you feel towards yourself for thinking this way. Just for the duration of this exercise, put a pin in your self-judgment so that we can see what's actually going on inside. If you find a thought that is more painful than others, pay attention to it. You can underline the most painful thoughts on your piece of paper. Because the next part of this worksheet is to figure out how this story, how these thoughts actually make you feel. The facts that you listed don't have the power to make you feel anything in your body. They are just neutral facts of what happened. It's the colorful, vibrant story that you tell about the facts that is causing pleasure or pain inside of your body. So you can start with your most painful thoughts and try to identify the emotions that appear in your body when you think them. I want you to pay attention to the fact that emotions are just one-word descriptions of the physical sensations in your body. 
sad, disappointed, rejected, lonely, disrespected, disgusted, and so on. You might be tempted to describe your emotions like, I feel like he doesn't care about me, but that's just another thought you're having. So really try to tune into your body and see what the physical experience of these thoughts are and what you would name them. The physical sensations, emotions, that flow through your body when you think the thoughts about the event are there to fuel your actions, to influence your behavior and decide how you show up and what you do next. That's why we have emotions, in order to kick us into motion and get stuff done. Or avoid getting stuff done, depending on the emotion you're feeling. So now I want you to hold on to those emotions and one by one, describe how these feelings make you want to act or react. What did the emotions make you do in the moment when the event happened? What do these emotions make you want to do now? How do you usually act when you think these thoughts and feel these feelings? Now, don't rush through this process. I want you to really explore and observe your behavior in your relationship. What actions and inactions happen when you have a body filled with sadness or disappointment or rage? And if you come up with actions like, I withdraw or... I distract myself. I want you to be more specific than that. What do you do when you withdraw? If I was a fly on the wall, what would I be able to observe you doing? How do you choose to distract yourself? What specifically do you do? The more specific you can be, the better you'll understand the consequences that are being produced in your life and relationship because you're reacting to or resisting the emotions that are flowing through your body surrounding this event. The next part of this worksheet is more future-focused. Time to start being intentional about the story you want to tell about the neutral facts that occurred and how you would like to feel about it instead. This can also be a bit tricky, but I'll do my best to walk you through it in a way that makes sense. The first question is... How do you want to feel about what happened? And there are two important things I want to say before you answer this question. You can choose any emotion in the world to feel about it. Upset, neutral, excited, grateful, confused, annoyed. All of them are available to you and you get to choose how you want to feel about it on purpose even if it might not seem entirely possible right now. And it's okay to choose a negative emotion on purpose as well. You don't have to feel good about what happened. You don't have to love it. But if you want to be upset about it, then that doesn't mean that the upset or negative emotion all of a sudden becomes less painful or uncomfortable. It just means that how you feel is no longer a problem because you have chosen to feel it on purpose. So you still have to feel the pain of the emotion that you have chosen, but at least you don't have to argue with it or be mad at it because it is ultimately your choice. So you can choose any emotion, even the negative ones, 
But before you either pick an amazing feeling or a pissed off negative feeling, remember that the main purpose of emotion is to influence and produce behaviors and actions. The emotion you choose is going to determine how you show up in the relationship and how you act towards yourself and your partner. So choose the feeling with that in mind. Is there an upside to being upset about this? What would be the downside of picking an emotion like acceptance, for example? You are the only person who is punished by negative emotion in your body. And you are the only person who benefits from positive emotion in your body. So just make sure you're choosing the emotion you want to fill your body with. Don't base your decision on what you think your partner deserves. Because <laughs> your partner doesn't feel the emotions that are in your body. Sometimes we want to take the action of staying in the relationship. Sometimes we want to take the action of ending the relationship because of an upsetting event. Both are perfectly fine. But you get to choose what emotion will drive either choice. How do you want to stay or leave? Lovingly? Angrily? Acceptingly? <laughs> it's up to you. What will benefit you the most? What emotion will allow you to show up as the person you want to be? So define what emotion you want to feel about the event that happened. Since your emotions come from your thoughts, we now need to figure out the thoughts you need to think on purpose in order to feel this way. Remember in the beginning, you wrote the story about what happened during this event, a story that might currently be causing you pain. You painted a picture around the neutral facts. Now I want you to paint a new picture that will generate the emotion that you have chosen to feel about it. What is the new story about what happened? The facts, they will remain the same. We can't paint over them, but we can choose how we want to think about it and what we want to make it mean about us, our relationship, our partner, and the future. At this point, it's going to probably feel like you're just making stuff up and being kind of naive. Because clearly everyone can see what actually happened and now you're just trying to cover up the truth. <laughs> that is not what you're doing. If this is what your brain is telling you, it still thinks that your old interpretation and your default story and thoughts are factually true. They are not. Go back and read the facts of what happened. Those will always remain the facts. But the subjective interpretation of those facts will always be up to you. And you get to choose the interpretation that you want and that serves you. No one else can tell you that you're wrong for choosing them. This exercise will feel a bit weird and uncomfortable at first, but that's totally normal. You're just not used to viewing your thoughts as optional, and it might feel like you're just making stuff up. But here's the thing. You can keep your current interpretation of the event, keep feeling those negative emotions, and keep acting that way in your relationship. You can keep thinking 
that's the only true and correct way of interpreting the facts. Or you can take matters into your own hands and change the interpretation for your benefit. Because literally no one benefits from you continuously hurting your own feelings about an event in the past that cannot be changed. It doesn't help you in any way at all. So make an intentional choice about the story you want to tell going forth. It shouldn't dismiss or ignore the facts. But what you make the facts mean and what you choose to focus on when you think about it is what will make the difference for you. Because it wasn't the facts that made you feel crappy to begin with. Finally, I want you to ask yourself what you can learn from this situation. What can you learn from the event that took place? You get to choose to think that this thing that happened actually contributed to your relationship in some way and made it stronger. Or you can choose to learn something about yourself from this event. Perhaps you learned something about your subconscious thoughts and your way of interpreting things. Maybe it sheds some light on the ways that you act and how you cope with negative emotion in your relationship. How does this show up in other areas of your relationship or your life? Spend some time thinking about what you have gotten out of this event and what this worksheet might have taught you about yourself. Now that we have reached the end of the worksheet, you might think that your work here is done that you have now rewritten the story about what happened and it will forever be changed in your brain and you won't have to deal with it anymore. Ugh, hate to break it to you, really, but that's not even close to being true. Because this is where the real work begins. In order for you to access this new story that you want to tell, in order to unlock the new emotions that you want to feel, you need to take a few steps back and process those negative emotions that you're currently feeling about the event. You need to go through your old story and feel all of the upset negative emotions, all the pain that comes up when you think about it that way. We can't just choose new pretty thoughts and feelings and slam them on top of our negative painful ones. We need to go through that pain in order to get out on the other side and be able to actually change the way we think and feel about it. So now that you know what thoughts and feelings you need to spend some time processing, head on over to episode 37 called How to Feel and listen to it for more guidance on how to process these emotions. There's also a bonus episode there where I walk you through the exact process that I use with my clients and with myself. It will suck, but it will be worth it. I promise you that. The more you process and practice, the more willing you are to go through the pain, the faster you'll get to a place where the new story you want to tell about this event will feel way more natural and accessible and it will become your new default with time. If you want to learn more about changing your thoughts and feelings and behaviors in order to finally enjoy your good relationship, I am ready to teach you all about it. At the time of recording this episode, in the end of October-ish, 
My consultation calendar is pretty full and there's a wait list stretching a couple of weeks into the future. But that's not a problem. I want to talk to every single one of you and I will get to you in the order that you have booked your calls. One at a time, no one will get left behind. So if you do want to work with me one-on-one in the next couple of months, I definitely recommend heading over to my website and setting that up as soon as possible because the waitlist is growing. So go to katrinband.com for more information on that. I will talk to you guys again next week. Bye-bye! P.S. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, feel free to rate and review this podcast. It really helps me reach out to even more grumpy girlfriends who need to learn this stuff. So leave a few stars, depending on how much you like it, and leave a little review, and I will love you forever. Okay.